the third day of the month. The Word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen His glory. The glory is of a Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. John 1, verse 14. Christ is the image of the invisible God, and Him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. Colossians 1, verse 15. In Jesus, we find the clearest and most complete glimpse of the eternal God that we mortals are capable of experiencing. The church has always insisted that Jesus is far more than simply another good teacher of morals who ran afoul of conventional ideas and beliefs. Jesus is nothing less than God among us in human form. In Jesus, we see the extent to which God will go to proclaim reconciliation and to demonstrate a drastic reordering of life. This is what it means to say that Christ died and rose for us. Consider your response to God's work in Christ Jesus. Suppose Jesus had never lived. How would your ways of understanding God be different? How would your motivation for doing good be different? To what extent does gratitude for the gift of Christ in our midst fill you with joy? Opening Prayer Jesus, Savior and Sovereign, for our sakes you dwell among us in humility and patience, that we might know more fully on earth the ways of heaven. Willingly you allowed yourself to be given over to death at our hands. Triumphantly you conquered death for us and made us your friends rather than the slaves of sin. Drive from our hearts all ingratitude, all apathy or carelessness in following you. Into our hearts thus emptied, pour the fullness of your faithful witness that the world may behold in us some small sign of that eternal love which you have and hold within the Trinity and share most graciously with all who seek you. Amen. Psalm 89, verses 1 through 8. I will sing of the loving devotions of the Lord forever. With my mouth I will proclaim your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, loving devotion is built up forever. In the heavens you establish your faithfulness. You said, I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to David my servant. I will establish your offspring forever and build up your throne for all generations. The heavens praise your wonders, O Lord, your faithfulness as well, in the assembly of the holy ones. For who in the skies can compare with the Lord? Who among the heavenly beings is like the Lord? In the council of the holy ones, God is greatly feared and awesome above all who surround him. O Lord, God of hosts, who is like you? O mighty Lord, your faithfulness surrounds you. You rule the raging sea. When its waves mount up, you still them. From the prophet Nahum, chapter 1, through the ninth verse of the second chapter. The oracle of Nineveh, the book of the vision of Nahum, the Elkoshite. A jealous and avenging God is the Lord. The Lord is avenging and wrathful. The Lord takes vengeance on his adversaries, and he reserves wrath for his enemies. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power. And the Lord will by no means leave the guilty unpunished. In whirlwind and storm is his way, and clouds are the dust beneath his feet. 
He rebukes the sea and makes it dry. He dries up all the rivers. Bashan and Carmel wither. The blossoms of Lebanon wither. Mountains quake because of him and the hills dissolve. Indeed, the earth is upheaved by his presence, the world and all the inhabitants in it. Who can stand before his indignation? Who can endure the burning of his anger? His wrath is poured out like fire and the rocks are broken up by him. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knows those who take refuge in him. But with an ever-flowing flood, he will make a complete end of his sight, and will pursue his enemies into the darkness. Whatever you devise against the Lord, he will make a complete end of it. Distress will not rise up twice like tangled thorns and like those who are drunken with their drink. They are consumed as stubble completely withered. From you has gone forth one who has plotted evil against the Lord, a wicked counselor. Thus says the Lord, though they are at full strength and likewise many, even so they will be cut off and pass away. Though I have afflicted you, I will afflict you no longer. So now I will break his yoke bar from upon you, and I will tear off your shackles. The Lord has issued a command concerning you. Your name will no longer be perpetuated. I will cut off idol and image from the house of your gods. I will prepare your grave, for you are contemptible. Behold, on the mountains the feet of him who brings good news, who announces peace. Celebrate your feast, O Judah. Pay your vows, for never again will the wicked one pass through you. He is cut off completely. The one who scatters has come up against you. Man the fortress. Watch the road. Strengthen your back. Summon all your strength. For the Lord will restore the splendor of Jacob, like the splendor of Israel, even though devastators have devastated them and destroyed their vine branches. The shields of his mighty men are colored red. The warriors are dressed in scarlet. The chariots are enveloped in flashing steel. When he is prepared to march and the cypress spears are brandished, the chariots race madly in the streets. They rush wildly in the squares. Their appearance is like torches. They dash to and fro like lightning flashes. He remembers his nobles. They stumble in their march. They hurry to her wall, and the mantelet is set up. The gates of the rivers are open, and the palace is dissolved. It is fixed. She is stripped. She is carried away, and her handmaids are moaning like the sound of doves beating on their breasts. Though Nineveh was like a pool of water throughout her days, now they are fleeing. Stop! Stop! But no one turns back. Plunder the silver, plunder the gold, for there is no limit to the treasure. Wealth from every kind of desirable object. From the Apocryphal Book, Ecclesiasticus, Chapter 34, Verses 1 through 2, and then verse 22. Empty and false are the hopes of the senseless, and dreams give wings to the fools. Like one grasping at shadows or chasing the wind, so anyone who believes in dreams. Presents from the lawless do not win God's favor. From the book Revelation, chapter 13, verses 1 through 10. And the dragon stood on the sand of the seashore. Then I saw a beast coming up out of the sea, having ten horns and seven heads. And on his horns were ten diadems, and on his heads were blasphemous names. And the beast which I saw was like a leopard, and his feet were like those of a bear, and his mouth was like the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power and his throne and great authority. I saw one of his heads as if it had been slain, and his fatal wound was healed. And the whole earth was amazed and followed after the beast. They worshipped the dragon because he gave his authority to the beast, and they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast, and who is able to wage war with him? They were given to him a mouth, speaking arrogant words and blasphemies, and authority to act for forty-two months was given to him. 
And he opened his mouth in blasphemies against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle, that is, those who dwell in heaven. It was also given to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And authority over every tribe and people and tongue and nation was given to him. All who dwell on the earth will worship him. Everyone whose name has not been written from the foundation of the world in the book of life of the Lamb who has been slain. If anyone has ear, let him hear. If anyone is destined for captivity, to captivity he goes. If anyone kills with a sword, with a sword he must be killed. Here is the perseverance and the faith of the saints. From the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 12, verses 13 through 31. Someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the family inheritance with me. But he said to him, Man, who appointed me a judge or arbitrator over you? Then he said to them, Beware and be on your guard against every form of greed, for not even when one has an abundance does his life consist of his possessions. And he told them a parable, saying, The land of a rich man was very productive, and he began reasoning to himself, saying, What shall I do, since I have no place to store my crops? Then he said, This is what I will do. I'll tear down my barns and build large ones, and there I'll store all my grain and my goods. And I'll say to my soul, Soul, you have many goods laid up for many years to come. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this very night your soul is required of you, and now who will own what you have prepared? So is the man who stores up treasure for him and is not rich toward God. And he said to his disciples, For this reason I say to you, Do not worry about your life as to what you will eat, nor for your body as to what you will put on, for life is more than food and the body more than clothing. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap. They have no storeroom nor barn, and yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable you are than the birds. And which of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his lifespan? If then you cannot do even a very little thing, why do you worry about other matters? Consider the lilies, how they grow. I neither toil nor spin, but I tell you, not even Solomon in all of his glory clothed himself like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass in the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, how much more will he clothe you, you men of little faith? And do not seek what you will eat and what you will drink, and do not keep worrying, for all these things the nation of the world eagerly seek. But your Father knows that you need these things, but seek his kingdom, and these things will be added to you. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Friday's Prayer On this day, Lord Jesus, the flesh which you took upon yourself for us and for our salvation was hanged by us upon the cross. There you suffered all things and died that we might have life and have it in the abundance of your astounding grace. Blessed are you, Lord Jesus, with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, throughout time and all eternity. Amen. An Orthodox Evening Prayer of St. Antiochus O Almighty Word of the Father, Jesus Christ, who art thyself perfect, because of thy great mercy, do not ever depart from me, thy servant, but always abide in me. O Jesus, good shepherd of thy sheep, Let me not fall into the disobedience of the serpent, nor lead me to the will of Satan, for the seeds of corruption are in me. 
O Lord God, adorable, O King Jesus, guard me while I sleep with the unfading light, thy Holy Spirit, through whom thou didst sanctify thy disciples. Grant even to me, thy unworthy servant, O Lord, thy salvation upon my bed. Enlighten my mind with the light of the understanding of thy gospel, my soul with the love of thy cross, my heart with the purity of thy word, my body with thy passionless passion. Preserve my thought in thy humility, and raise me at the time proper for thy glorification. For thou art most glorified with thy Father, who is without beginning, and thy most Holy Spirit unto the ages. Amen. A prayer of St. Francis of Assisi. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, it is in dying that we are born to eternal life.